na 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 hey 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 goodbye <laughs> suck it lakers welcome in to the phnx suns vip lounge brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings. Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith, here with Saul Bookman and Espo. And the Phoenix Suns whooped up on the Los Angeles whoop, whoop. Lakers, beating them 121 to 110 and officially eliminating them oh, man. from playoff let's, contention. Let's, oh. let's pour one out for the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't even like to waste beer like that, to be oh, honest with you. It's fine. <laughs> Just pour that out. The whole oh, thing. Dude, huh? dude, the whole thing. The whole thing. Oh, man. <laughs> so nice to see LA out. Oh, and by the way, this the great win for the Suns, too. Big things there, too. So fantastic to see the Los Angeles Lakers, the vaunted franchise, the team that has it all, not getting anything this year, and the Phoenix Suns being the one to put the nail through the coffin. I suppose you just went off the rails right off the bat, huh? What? <laughs> That's where we were going. That's exactly oh, I know where that. we were going. I mean, let's go to the bar. Let's just start the slander right away. Let it all out. Everyone can have their fun. And then we'll talk a little bit more about the Suns. So take us to the bar. Let's go to the bar. Say it with me, everybody. One, One two, three, Cancun! Sorry, yeah. I didn't understand the Jesus, assignment. Lindsay, you're failing us tonight. <laughs> Enjoy your vacation, Lakers. <laughs> we got bigger things to take care of here in Phoenix. Oh, my gosh. You guys are hilarious. I mean, how, how are you feeling? Uh, I mean... How can you not feel great tonight, especially on the heels of everybody? And I, well, okay, <laughs> let me just say 90% of, of Suns fans on Sunday were ready to just, just cry about the way things were going. It's all falling apart. They bamboozled us for 62 games. What is going on? And then they absolutely stomped all over the Lakers graves tonight. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. It was, uh, it was a nice turnaround for the last couple of games. It's, and it's exactly what they wanted to do. This is why you rest your starters versus OKC and you go full force against the Lakers because you knew you could do this at home and take care of business and embarrass the team that was supposed to be one of the best in the West. All right, Sean in the chat said it's not slander if it's true. You're correct. I used the wrong word. We're just talking a little bit of trash <laughs> over here on the PHNX Sun Show right now because there was so much trash talked all season long about the Lakers and the Sun specifically. How many people were like, I'm hearing the Lakers are saying if they get the Suns in the first round, they're sitting exactly where they want them and all this kind of stuff. There's one really famous guy that said it. Can we show that? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's go. I mean, I think we get, I think, I think we deserve an apology. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Shaquille O'Neal headline quote, uh, powerful sources within the Lakers say they're right where they want to be. Rather face sons than warriors or enjoy (laughs) your off season with absolutely no play in. Yeah. I mean, listen, every Laker out there is full of shit. They're all (laughs) full of shit. They've all been smoking from the freaking freeloader pipe for the last freaking 50, what, 50 years maybe since Bus <laughs> took over. They've all been a bunch of bandwagon fans. I hate Laker fans. I hate Lakers. I hate them all. Every single one of them. They're all frauds. They're all front runners. And when things start to go bad, like they did this year, which we called at the very, very beginning of the season, and we'll, we have that clip for you too. Uh, you just knew this was going off the rails. And then they tried to get the geriatric crew together to try and make this all happen. Like as if bringing back Carmel Anthony, who was washed up and used, uh, could somehow salvage this season for the Lakers. And then they brought in Russell Westbrook. Just a disaster after a disaster after a disaster. Le- LeBron James leading this entire effort. And I'm so happy that this team is not going to be in the plan so that I don't have to listen to this dumb shit from guys like Shaq, who clearly don't know what is going on with this team or this organization right now. They have no pulse on what's going on. A Disney out here trying to talk shit, talking about, <laughs> yeah, we're going to, you know, they knew what, what would have happened last year. No, you know what would have happened? You still haven't won since the last time you beat the, the Suns, which was what, game three. 
Preach, so. That is absolutely it. They got torched. What's this, seven games in a row now? Shut the fuck up. Sit in your freaking lounge chairs on the goddamn beach. Hallelujah. Enjoy the sand in your crack and have fun. Hallelujah. You made your watch go <laughs> off. Get, get on your banana boat <laughs> and have some fun. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to Sorry. figure out what the freeloader pipe is. I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine what the freeloader you know, pipe stick is. Stick that in your pipe and smoke yeah, it. There that, we go. You know, that was the I'm loving it. It's all that that was everything I could hope for. People have been waiting for a rant for a while. So this I, is I true. Give them to them. This is a great mm-hmm. time to rant though, because it's a positive rant. You're not even ranting about something that's mad. Like you, don't, there's nothing to be mad about no, right now. No, it's this beautiful. is all wonderful. Like we're we're sitting in a nice situation. The Lakers are officially out, so people can stop talking about them now. They're not going to. They're absolutely not going to. I think what who was it? Kendrick Perkins was oh, like yeah. he came out and tweeted. Do we, we got, have we all got, of these got, tweets? Yeah, oh, yeah, we we, got we <laughs> scoured the internet. I'm kidding. We looked for 20 seconds on Twitter and found. Some gems of some tweets that came out. Well, there was the tweet, before, the last the tweet before that. Did you get the tweet before seconds. that? So the the one to to preface this one was Kendrick Perkins talking about how um, you know it's a it's one of the biggest disgraces in NBA history that this team did not make the playoffs. Um, and then somebody had quote tweeted or, or had commented underneath it said this you uh, and Perk saying that the Lakers could win 70 games this year. Perk has been kind of spot on this year. This was the most egregious error by Perk I have seen in his entire career. The fact that he would absolutely believe that this team had any fucking shot at beating the Suns in any way, shape, or form, or beating half the teams in the league is just so damn right. It's just outright embarrassment. Did they outright win, embarrassment? Did they win seventy over the last two seasons? I gotta go back and look at what they won no, regular no. season last year. But I, hey, man, I, I, this is not the biggest failure in NBA history. Because so many people called it. We saw it coming. This is like watching uh, you know, two cars about to collide. And you go, this car wreck's going to be horrible. And nobody seems to be able to get out of the way of it. This was destined to fail from the beginning. And this is LeBron James being GM and coach and failing at it. Like, that's what this comes down to. This isn't, uh, this isn't Frank. This isn't Palinka. This is... This is on LeBron. This was the team LeBron James wanted. And he got it. And this is what happens. I I will say this. One thing. Real quick. One thing about this whole ordeal. Like, I understand. I'm not a LeBron fan under any, in, in any way, shape, or form. But... I did think it was kind of overkill for people trying to bury LeBron for going to the bathroom in the third quarter Agreed. and coming back to the bench. Like he didn't leave the team; he came back to the bench. Like let my man have a have a piss and be okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, geez. Hey, I mean, he could have just gone right on the floor. I mean, that's been the Lakers' brand this year: is yeah, relieving themselves on the court, basically. Uh, Brian with the super chat says, super chat for the energy Saul is bringing tonight. So keep it up, Saul. Thank you, sir. All right. So we've touched on it a little bit. We've been saying from the jump, this isn't going to work out for the Lakers. But the national media definitely wanted things to end differently. But we got the receipt. So it's time to take your shot. Presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. This uh, was from yeah. early on. Yeah, Shane. Uh, in I think the season. I, I think I referred to something like this in game motherfucking one against the Lakers. Let's run that real quick. Run, <laughs> run, run. Chris Paul, get your old ass up the court and give it to the young guys that can sprint and go and run these old fucks out of the building. <laughs> That's how I feel about this. Are, so you gave the NBA the whole recipe for that success. That was it. That was the blueprint. All you had to do was just run, run, run. And what did the Suns do in the third quarter? They ran, yeah, ran, ran, ran the fucking Lakers out of the building. I got it that was, assignment. There you go. I appreciate that, Linz. <laughs> so, yeah, that's tonight's take your shot because, uh, yeah, the Lakers tried to take their shot, and now they can go take a shot somewhere else on the beach. And we've been trying to tell people for a really long time. We've been, we've been asking. We've been pleading. We've been talking to the national media like hey come on over to this side the grass literally is greener on this side 
let the Lakers have the season that we all know they're going to have. So sorry, now it's time to, now you have to come over, but you're not welcome anymore. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Uh, Taboo tidbits with the super chat. Since LeBron decided to troll Jay Crowder on that post-move in game three last playoffs, the Suns have won the last seven games by an average of 17 points. CP3, 12 assists, and one turnover. Deuces, LA. The the Jay Crowder salsa curse has taken down the Lakers. Yeah. Spicy Jay hitting him with the salsa dance. I wish he had done it tonight again. Run up to LeBron, give him a little salsa, and say goodnight, everybody. It would have been great. It would have been. I feel like everyone at the arena would have lost it. Had oh, Jay busted man. out of salsa. I mean, you know, but you could tell all night that the Suns just were done with the Lakers. Like yeah. they were just done. Devin came out. You could see it in his eyes. Like he was not fucking around tonight for sure. Jay gave a little little chirping over there. Um, the Suns bench was into it. That's how you know that that the Suns are the Suns is when the bench is is jumping up, hooting and hollering, and they're into the game because it energizes the guys on the court as well because they gas each other up which is beautiful. That's what you want from your teammates. And uh, tonight against the Lakers, they were absolutely all over the place, especially in that third quarter. It was just so beautiful to watch. Yeah. Have we uh, have we heard what 80s excuse is tonight? Like uh, if they had a time machine and they could go mm-hmm. back to the bubble mm-hmm. and smother the Suns that they'd win all the championships mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Is that the excuse? Like the 80s got some kind of crap he's pulling out of the bag. You tonight. didn't hear? What is it now? He wasn't 100%. Uh, well, he's never 100%. Yeah, That's the reason. Right? He's yeah. never 100%. <laughs> you know what losers do? Make excuses. There you go. Make excuses. All right, let's go back to some of the tweets that we saw from oh, yeah. tonight's game because I think there's a handful that we just have to give a little bit of love to. Shane, you put them on the screen, and we'll go in order based off of what you provide with us. Um, this one was a good one. <laughs> So this one came from Jerome813 on Twitter to the Lake Show and all of Laker Nation tonight. <laughs> and it is the OG Tweety Bird. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. But it's instead lo- of Bugs Bunny, who is it? Oh, it's, it's usually Porky Pig. Oh, it's Porky you got, Pig? You got My LeBron bad. James. Uh, that, 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 that's all, folks. Good. Enjoy it. Enjoy the vacation. That's very on brand, too, because it's, you know, the whole Space Jam thing as oh, well, yeah. too. So yeah. that's well, well, cl- that was very clever. That was very clever. What else do we have, Shane? What's next? <laughs> oh, oh, we get we go back in the way back machine. This is what we call an ice cold freezing take. Uh, LeBron James saying uh, tweeting back on August 4th. Keep talking about my squad, our personnel. A personal ages the the way they shame we can't see the we screen, can't buddy. see the screen yeah, the yeah. way they play we're past our time in this league etc 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 do me a favor please and I mean please praying emoji keep that same narrative energy when it begins that's all I ask thank you don't worry we're keeping that same energy <laughs> that energy and we're gonna keep it all off season two all. enjoy it LeBron. I mean, we could go on and on for days because there were just so many good tweets. There was one that I saw that somebody had. It was a bunch of of people in like a control room with headsets on staring at some screens. And it was like the rest of the NBA waiting for the Lakers to be eliminated (laughs) from playoff contention. Like there, you knew everybody had the tweets locked and loaded and were just waiting for the perfect time to send them all. Real quick. I I do want to give a shout out to Anthony Davis. You know why? Because there was a conspiracy theory. You know what? If you if you played last year, you still would have lost, but I'll give you this conspiracy theory. The Denver Nuggets, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns all conspired today to whoop <laughs> your ass out of the fucking playoffs so nobody would have to be subjected to LeBron and you anymore, AD. So how's that for a conspiracy theory? Thanks, Nuggets. We appreciate your help tonight. Thank you. That was another tweet. It was the look at us. Who'd have thought when they were like the Spurs and the Suns teaming up to eliminate the Lakers? Let, let's thought? be honest. It felt a little dirty to guarantee <laughs> the Spurs got in the play-in, but it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, whatever works, right? And we're all feeling a little bit better because the Suns feel like they're back on track again, right? 
A good win for the signs over the Lakers. Before you do that, there is one little last Lakers thing before we get to all the positive sun stuff. Can we can we bring that up real quick? Go ahead. I don't know what it is. Oh, do you have the 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 Lakers stat? So since 1984-85, since the preseason title favorites were first announced before that season, the top two teams have never failed to make the playoffs. The Lakers, congratulations. You made history. You're the first team to do so. We knew this team was a historic team. Congratulations, LeBron, AD, and Westbrook. Sorry. I just wanted to throw that. Oh, no, I just didn't know we had that one left, or else I absolutely would have let you do that. Absolutely. Um, Okay, you guys ready to get into some more Sun stuff? Yes. Or do we have any final final words for the Lakers? We stopped on on that grave. Dancing on the grave. (laughs) They're good. Dancing on the grave. (laughs) Okay, that's all I got. (laughs) History was also made tonight for the Phoenix Suns. This team set the franchise record for wins in a season And they did it on their own court. They got win number 63, officially the best team, uh, the best Phoenix Suns team, win-wise. Let's just say it. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in franchise history. Suck it, 92-93. Suck it, 04-05. This is the best team ever right here. We don't we don't have to cancel our own guys. Well, we just did. No. 63. No. Greater than 62. I know no. math here, so <laughs> this team is now number one. Congratulations. It is. And it it as much as I hated Sunday's game, and as much as I hated Friday's game, it is nice that they were able to do that at home in front of their fan base. Uh, and a little icing on the cake beating the Lakers too at the same time, considering how much this fan base has just really despised the Lakers. It was the plan the whole time. It was the plan the whole <laughs> I time. I tried to convince myself of that on it Sunday. It was the plan. The way. I did, they're like, I did they're say like that. Friday in Memphis. Ah, we'll roll everybody out there. But hey, we Keep don't really play. I don't really care. And then they got to OKC and they're like, yeah, Book and DA were definitely like, yeah, we're not playing in this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, this, this is the plan. The, the fans deserve to have this moment. Like, we have put in a lot of work mm-hmm. <laughs> cheering a on this team. A lot of heartache. <laughs> but these last two seasons, I just got to say, thank you, Suns, for making this so pleasurable. It's been fantastic. And tonight, to do this at the Lakers' expense is just so fucking perfect. I, I joked on Twitter, is this what the other side of hard feels like, right? <laughs> I get it. There's a bigger goal. But tonight felt pretty damn good. I'll enjoy the moment while I can. We'll worry about the playoffs in a week. But tonight was fun and exactly what you hope for as a sports fan. You got to beat your your rival. You got to knock them out of the playoffs. You got to set a franchise record. It doesn't get better than that. I mean, listen, as much as you say, like, as a fan, this one is one for us to kind of take in and have a little extra umph around our trash talking on Twitter and whatnot. I guarantee you this one meant a smidge more to the players as well. Devin, you can just tell. You can just tell in his demeanor, the way he plays against the Lakers, that he is annoyed with that team. Well, especially... We remember what AD said before that last mm-hmm. Suns game that he didn't even play in. This is the first time Devin got to go head-to-head with AD and this Lakers team uh, out there since that comment, and you knew he wanted to take it to him. Yeah. You knew he wanted to, and he went out there and did it. Like, Devin Booker goes next level when he feels slighted or when the lights are the brightest. He had both the lights of the NBA on him tonight and felt slighted. He was spectacular. I love that man. I love when he smells blood in the water. They took care of business in large part because of what he could do. Are you kidding me right now, Calvin Green? What are you talking about? He said, Saul, get some cocoa butter for those knees. First of all, my knees are nice and lotioned up, so stop stop checking me out. (laughs) Uh, Gerald Bourget came in with a cool stat. We actually have a couple cool stats around – Uh, this historic night for the Suns. Gerald said only 26 teams in NBA history have won 63 times in an 82-game season. 15 of those teams went on to win it all. So the odds are pretty good there. And then we also got a really cool stat uh, from Stat Muse, 
for Chris Paul, who has actually been a part of quite a few of these types of celebrations. Saul, you want to break this one down? 2008 for us? Hornets, 2014 Clippers, 2018 Rockets, and the 2022 Phoenix Suns all set franchise records in the con- common denominator for wins in a season. And the common denominator is the one, the only, the point god himself, Chris Paul. The the difference though this time. There's going to be a ring at the end of it if they keep playing this way. Yep. If they keep playing this way, he will accomplish something that he's never accomplished as well. He's gotten so close so many times. He's gotten – well, I mean, last year was the closest he ever got, but it seemed like each one of those teams uh, came with, like, uh, the next round, right, the next closest thing. Uh, he got to Houston. He got all the way to the Western Conference Finals. They're one win away, and he pulls his hamstring, can't play. Um, then he gets here – Gets all the way to, um, you know, the 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 finals. Two wins away, can't quite get the job done. I hope that trend continues because that means we'll be celebrating on Central in freaking June, and it'll be beautiful. Will it be beautiful or hot? I don't, I don't give a shit. It can be two hundred degrees <laughs> for real, and it'll be the best moment. Melt we've all my face off. My, I'm out there. My tears will quench my thirst and will cool my body. I do not need to worry about how hot it's going to be in June. <laughs> what? I will be emotional. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh my god! Give me that, Larry O'Brien. I mean, I mean, I have it on good authority. Espo's already said that he will he would just run up and down Central with his shirt off, just shaking no. and enjoy. I'll Espo cry like cry. a baby. No, oh, I'll yeah. oh, cry. No, listen, if they win the championship, the champagne and tears will be flowing in this building. I promise you that. <laughs> We're not going to get our deposit back after that. Nope. No. This place is going to no. be a mess. Nope. <laughs> a Br- mess. Bring your goggles because we're going to have some fun. Oh my As John God. Eberly says in the chat, it's a championship parade. Clothing is optional. No comment. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm just, <laughs> just a bad mental image. I'm just, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know how to respond to that. I'll be honest with you. I, I've met John in person. Sorry, John. I, I, I hope that the clothing is fully on. No, no offense. <laughs> a lot of people in the chat are just talking about how much they love Devin Booker. Uh, there was a really cool comment uh, pretty far up that I can't find right now. But essentially it was just, oh, here it is from Bailey. D-Book deserves this. He's been through so much crap. Now we are contenders. He's all NBA, MVP candidate. He's going to be the best son of all time. I have said this multiple times leading up to this franchise record for wins, that I'm glad it's this team that owns that record. Because while the the teams of the past have their own specialness to them, right? For me, this team is extra special because I've been a part of it. Like I've been yep. through the thick of it mm-hmm. with them. Well, literally uh, too. Yeah. And it's just been really cool to kind of see how this team has shifted. And I love that Devin has been here for the ride the whole time. Like he started in the darkest of times with the Suns yep. and he stuck by us. He stuck through it and he worked his butt off. And he is the reason, he is the common denominator for why we are where we are as well. Because yes, Chris Paul has had a tremendous amount of impact on this team. But again, it all starts with Devin. One of the cool things about Devin is that he just understands where he sits in this franchise, um, you know, and its history. And Shotgun 213, if you knew anything about basketball, you know that the Suns have not existed for 75 years, so you can shut up and go on somewhere else. Um, uh, and, and and when I say that, Al McCoy had his, his, you know, he had his ceremony several years. I think it may be in Devin's rookie year or second year. Uh, and his, yeah, it was and, his rookie. Year. And Devin made it a point to come out of the locker room and watch that ceremony. And yeah. Al and yeah, Al yeah. said at that day that it was it was a very special moment for him because one of the young up and coming players actually took the time to respect what he meant to the organization. And then you fast forward to today, and Bailey had said it in the chat earlier, and several other people have said it in the chat as well that Devin took off his jersey, autographed it, and gave it to Al after this franchise-setting win. That is just absolute class by mm-hmm. Devin Booker. Um, and we, we're, we're fortunate to have him as part of this organization because you see LeBron, you see guys like KD, you see guys like um, James Harden and, and people that always want the easy way out. 
And Devin Booker is not one of those dudes. He is built a different way. He's built like Kobe. He's built like Michael Jordan. He's built like those dudes that stuck it out through thick and thin and made it work with their organizations. And um, I hope I hope he gets the benefit of that reward big time with a championship yeah. ring because he deserves it more than anybody else in franchise history. He respects what the fans have gone through. Yep. He understands what this team means to the city, what he means, what he has a chance to do here. It means a lot to Devin Booker and in turn means even more to us now as fans because we see that. We see the respect he has for Phoenix. We know that when he said, Phoenix is my city, like I don't want to go anywhere else, that that wasn't platitudes. It wasn't bullshit. It was exactly what he meant. And he's living up to what what we expected of him and what we hoped that this team and this franchise could accomplish. I love that he respects all of that and what it means to each and every one of us. And I hope because of that, that he gets to lift that Larry O'Brien trophy and become the greatest son of all time because he deserves it. And, you know, it's only been, what, seven years he's been here, but he means as much as any other player in this franchise history. And I feel comfortable saying that because of what he's gone through, how he's respected each and every one of us and what this franchise means to this town. Hats off to Devin Booker. A lot more to accomplish, but I love that he acknowledges the history. And as Saul said, what a guy like Al McCoy means to so many Suns fans that he was and has been the soundtrack of what Phoenix Suns basketball is. Hats off to Devin Booker for recognizing that. Well, and he wrote on it, he said, to Al, the legend franchise record book. Which is kind of cool. Like that that's going to be a really cool keepsake for Al and his family for years and years and years Mm -hmm. to come, Um, which is it's just really awesome. Another cool thing that I saw, Kellen Olsen tweeted out that Monty Williams said that the Suns decided to give the game ball to Jay Gaspar, who is the Suns head equipment manager. And he has been with the organization for 34 years. And Espo and I can tell you, (laughs) Jay is one of the best human beings out there. Like he is such a stand up dude. He's so kind. He loves this team so much, and he works his ass off. He started, so that's awesome. He started as a ball boy for the Suns when I think he was 15. It was the late 80s, and he's been here ever since through thick and thin. That is amazing to me. I consider Jay a personal friend, and that I know that that means the world to him. That hats off to the team for doing that mm-hmm. because he's been here through – through all of it, just like Al, that is a very, very classy move. And I know that means the world to Jay tonight. Yeah, that that one was – when I saw that, I was like, oh, that got me in the feels a little bit. Because yeah. I think that anytime – I think one of the biggest things that's that's really cool about this team is, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the thick of it anymore, like down in the trenches with them. However – This team has always been, and I know that with Monty and Devin still there at the helm and everything I know about Chris Paul, they're the exact same way. This team has always been fairly inclusive of the people around them, right? Like the people who are shooting the videos, the equipment managers, even um, game night staff, right? Like people they don't even get to see that often at practices and stuff. But they're very inclusive of that group of people. And I think that's really cool. And it's somewhat unique across sports. It's becoming more and more commonplace, but it's not its not just an overarching, like, everyone is welcome in. And this team does that, and I think that's really neat. Yeah, you guys have a unique perspective, to be honest with you. Like, you guys spent every day um, with the team uh, during some of the rough, rough parts of Suns history. You know what I mean? So to be able to you know, see your guys' reaction to this happening. I think, honestly, that's that's probably one of the coolest things that's happened on this show. I got, honestly, I mean, hearing the Jay thing, I'm it's, not going to lie. It sweet. got me, it actually got me a bit emotional because I know, I, I mean, I know what that means to Jay, what it means to so many people mm-hmm. who are in that building, who stuck it out, who have dealt with tons of crap yeah. and all sorts of different things on and off the court. Uh to be able to be a part of that. And, and again, so much more to accomplish, but, but that's, that, that's really cool. Yeah. Monty, Monty and James Jones have talked about culture and, and what that means. And, you know, 
a lot of other GMs, presidents, whatever you want, uh, it's platitudes. It's it's talk. They've changed it. They at least on the basketball operation side, they've changed it. So uh, so big ups to them on that. <laughs> so not to completely derail us Uh-oh. here. Oh, but we got, taking us off the rails. Well, it's a super chat that is taking us off the rails. Okay. Laptop sniffer, okay. Uh with the super chat said for eight and a half million dollars post tax, would you never watch or listen to a basketball game for the rest of your life? Is do I have a choice to watch or listen? You can't do either. Uh for eight point five million. Why eight point five million? I don't know. It's is just that, the number they What if out. this guy has eight point five million that he's sitting on? That he'll drop in the super chat if you say yes. 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 There you go. Drop yes. in the super chat. The yes. Is yes that's I it. will never watch another game again. Yes. 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 By, by the way, John Eberle in the chat that I gave a hard time to that none of us saying none of us would want to see him naked has actually been quite nice here saying interacting with Espo and son's Twitter during those dark years was one of the few positives. Uh, I appreciate that. It, that mm. was, we all got through that together and I made a lot of great friends oh, along that. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm glad we're getting to enjoy this run now. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just the biggest takeaway is that we've said this a hundred times, but we'll say it again throughout the whole entire playoffs because it is important to remember because this doesn't come around that often or it hasn't. It will, but it hasn't. So as we're getting used to being on this side of things, Enjoy every moment. You know what I mean? Mm. Don't take it for granted. Be Have fun with it, um, which I think is another way to kind of get us into this kind of topic about how we felt on Friday and Sunday after that game, which I know you guys aren't really keen on, <laughs> but I do think it's a valuable conversation to have. And I for do sure. think it's something that a lot of us are going through. So David at the Four Point Play tweeted this out. Um, earlier today and it says I know I'm ready for the playoffs because a I have no in um I can't read that hold on (laughs) I know I'm ready for the playoffs because I have a no interest in regular season games b I'm starting to get nervous this year for me feels very different to last year last year felt like a free hit the pressure is on this team now because of both how they have performed this season and what is um, on the not-too-distant horizon in the future. He said, I've banned myself from off-season discussion, but while the regular season has been in a lull, I'd be lying if I didn't admit my mind has started to wander. Now, to be fair, he did follow that up about the fourth quarter, midway through the fourth quarter, and said, never mind, this is fun. He responded to himself there. Tonight's game was fun, but I think this is just something that a lot of people are feeling right now because it's less anxiety about... The team itself, I think, and more anxiety about the big picture because it's been championship or bust since day one of the season. Sure. You know what I mean? And now, the, now the pressure's on. Well, you know, it's you have to take it one day at a time. I mean, like, in, you know, the, this is the thing about anxiety. Like, let's be real. Like, I, I've I suffer from anxiety. My guy over here yeah, suffers. There's sure a lot of us here that suffer from anxiety. And you have to take things one day at a time, and you can only control what you can control. And with this team, we have no control on how they show up to the gym and play on a day-to-day basis. But what we do have control of is supporting them every day as hard as we can, day in, day out, and hope that that's enough and that's what will take them over the top. I think we saw a little bit, and we kind of learned a little bit last year uh, from the playoffs, and how intense the arena was how crazy it was in the arena from the first game all the way through the last game. It was, it was insane. That's the type of energy we need to resume this season. Um, and you get flashes of it throughout the year during the regular season. Tonight there was a couple runs that you kind of made you feel like hyped, but there's nothing like the playoffs. And, and if you've sat through, we just talked about sitting through that long, awful 10-year period of bad basketball – um, we haven't really had bad basketball since the bubble. The bubble's been great. Yeah. And, and and if you just think about the big picture, that's what these guys are going to do. But again, you have to attack it one day at a time. I, I don't know about anybody else. Tonight felt cathartic in a lot of ways, right? Uh, that 
okay, there are things to be worried about <laughs> at times uh, in this world, but right now, Phoenix Suns basketball isn't one of them. This is a great team. Sure, they lost two in a row when they weren't caring. They took care of business tonight. The rest of the the rest of the regular season doesn't matter. Let's be very clear. Whatever happens, they go 500, they lose out. None of it matters in that scheme of things. The playoffs will bring its own level of anxiety because that's what the playoffs are. Mm-hmm. When there is when there is you know pressure on the line like that, there will be anxiety. Every minute of a playoff game is a different level of of stress. But it's good. We for for a decade we longed for the opportunity to feel that, and we will live and die with every moment of this playoffs. And buckle up because. It'll be fun. There will be moments where we where we panic because of what's going on. There will be moments that we're elated. I mean, just think about last year's playoff run. But hopefully, in the end, they're going to do something we've never seen. That's the way this team is built on both ends of the court. P Dog in the chat said, "I suffer from sun sunxiety." Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's like true. that's exactly what it is. And, and I do, I do recognize what uh, what. Uh, the the guy with the the tweet said, David. In ter- yeah, David yeah. Sa- was saying uh, from the four point play about you know like thinking about how nervous he's going to be in the playoffs already and like, bro, we still got like over a week, but or I, two weeks. I think that's but, the reason is that it's these weeks where they don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? Because we've never really been in this position exactly. for a long so time. We've got we've had this handful of weeks now in these games that have sucked because it, they don't matter to the team. Mm-hmm. Team took some night offs. Like it doesn't matter for anything really. And, but we've never been here, so this is a weird situation to feel like. Oh, we're we're just chilling. And I think that's the reason why we saw two days in a row of people like kind of being anxious about like why this team was struggling against you know uh, a Memphis team who was basically missing everybody and OKC like people were harnessing that anxiety and then they're like oh my god do we suck again like no we don't suck again we're gonna be all right but this is what happens in life when there's big moments that you anticipate right you sit there and when there's time before it you start to think about it. You go, or at least I do. I shouldn't. I shouldn't paint with a wide brush. But those of us who have anxiety sit there and think about it. We <clears> wonder <throat> what's going to happen. What could go wrong? That's just part of having a big moment that you're anticipating that you care about. If you didn't feel that, you just didn't care, right? It's just not a big deal if you're not feeling that. I would be more worried if if some fans were like, eh, all right, whatever, like then you just don't care as much. Being nervous is normal when you're sitting and waiting for something to start that you care about. Well, and I think the reason why a lot of the anxiety is coming out is like nervous around this team and those losses. I don't think people are genuinely nervous about those specific losses. I think it's future anxiety that is sure. coming out in the present. Yeah. Oh, does is trying to read the tea leaves because yeah, you're sitting and waiting. Exactly. Does this mean something? Does it not? Which, I mean, I guess you could say is that's what anxiety well, that's is definitely, in the future. That's but, but that's what I mean. Like, this is causing what we're going to be worried about in the playoffs to come out now. So I, I do think people realize, though, that this team this team is solid. And we're going to have a lot of fun. And the playoffs are going to be a blast. We just have to sit through another week of – or two weeks, actually. Well, no, well, well, another, well, a week of games and a week days, not. Basically. That's yeah. two weeks in my I book. mean, but, but at least we get to watch <laughs> the play-in and go – who the sun's going to play. That's true. Like, how is this going to play? At? It'll end up being about eight days from Sunday to Sunday. They play Sunday. Well, they're done. We're talking yeah, about like from now. From now till then, since nothing really oh, means anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 But we still have to talk about them and watch them. That sounds dark. Nothing really means anything. I know? mean, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Golden Boy said, you. so you guys want to talk about who we're picking in this year's draft? No. Nobody. No. There's no, no pick. <laughs> Not right now. All right, let's hand out some flowers from tonight's game. We've got a draft king, king of the game to name. And tonight it is going to DeAndre. And DeAndre and finished with 22 points, 13 rebounds. He was 10 of 14 from the field. Four of those rebounds were offensive rebounds, which has been an emphasis as of late for this team. So congratulations to DA, our draft king, king of the game. Yeah, there was a stretch there late in the second and into the third where his rebounds, those second second chances that they were getting, uh, his shots, he he kept them 
you know, with the lead, push them to it. And, and I think very much was a reason that they were able to jack stomp the Lakers by the end of it. So great game from DA. This is what you want to see as he ramps up for the playoffs. Uh, I was, I was very impressed with DA tonight. He was fantastic. You know me, I'm all DA <laughs> all the time. Like he, he played, he played hard um, from beginning to end. And that's what, you know, that's the thing that we kind of question about DA from time to time is his effort level. And can he bring it every single night? Um, he, I think he took the, the matchup with, with Anthony Davis a little personal as well. Oh, yeah. And he played a little bit harder, played stronger. Um, and listen, he's going to have to do that in the playoffs. This is a great kind of snapshot on what we should expect. Um, and these next three games, honestly, they could lose all three games and I could give a shit less. I'm not going to panic about it. I'm just ready for the playoffs to start. And I think DA is too. Yeah, this whole team is. But I think, I kind of feel like I'm most excited to see DeAndre in the playoffs this year of all the people on the team, simply because of like what you said, we've been questioning DA, um, just consistency throughout the regular season. If DA is 100%, 98% consistent throughout the playoffs, I'm okay with an up and down consistency in the regular season. Mm -hmm. Because an up and down consistency from DA in the regular season, this team still locks in the one seed. Right. And he'll get more consistent as he grows and develops yeah. and matures in his craft. But if he's 100 percent consistent in the playoffs, whew, that's going to be some entertaining basketball. That's for sure. Look, he was at, at times inconsistent. They set the franchise record for wins mm -hmm. like he's done it. He is on the verge of of being the greatest sun center of all time as well. That's how how well. He's played. They have not had very many good centers <laughs> like, in this franchise. I was history. just trying to think. I was like, wait, they haven't had really. Yeah. Who, if you count Amari as a center, you can kind of make that argument. Alvin Adams is the only other guy you can really point at. He was 6'9 and, and only averaged 15 points for his career in the end. Like, look, DeAndre Ayton has got an opportunity to earn his bag, right, in the playoffs. And I hope the man does it whether it's here in phoenix or somewhere else i hope i hope it's here Ooh. but go out and earn Ooh. your money big man Ooh. go earn it no don't go anywhere let's else. not go down that let's route not start that because you're about to set the chat off um, watch what you say well, in we my already house. have a the handful of people immaculate. in the chat uh talking about are we going to be able to pay to keep all these guys together i'm anxious about that we're not there yet guys. Uh, yo, let's, yo. Let's, let's that's pump july listen that's july. yeah it may, the day after the suns either win the championship or eliminated Maybe we'll start talking about that, yeah. but we cannot, we we will not and cannot go to that level. No. We got too many other things to worry about and be anxious about. We're not going there yet. Not yet. Yeah. Hello in the chat. Espo quote, Shaq is overrated. Uh, in Phoenix, he was. Shaq was not that great in Phoenix. I'm talking in Phoenix, what they did. Not all time anywhere that they played before they came to Phoenix as centers. Hey, did you guys know that golf um, season is in full swing now? What is golf? That's what I said. Golf season is in full swing. Huh? Yeah. Why are we talking about golf? Well, because right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can get in on all the action. And here, I got a really There's cool deal. There's action in golf? Yeah, this one's huh. neat. New customers can bet $5 on golf's first major and get $25 in free bets for every birdie. Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first round. Five dollars and Bryson DeChambeau? That was, sounds I like said a good DeChambeau, time. Didn't I? Yeah, you did. DeChambeau. <laughs> I knew I was gonna screw up his name. Bryson Rochambeau. Yes. Rochambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. Sorry about that. Five dollars of a bet, and you can win twenty-five dollars in free bets for every birdie Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first round. So you could rack up some serious free bets here on the DraftKings Sportsbook. I might actually week. watch golf because of that. Yeah, I mean, look, Draft DraftKings Sportsbook is a top-rated app with tons of ways to bet on golf. So if you're into golf, this is an app that you should try. Tons of ways. Yeah. How many ways could there be to bet on golf? You know, one of these days we're gonna make Saul read this because he always gives us like funky faces. <laughs> like, okay, let's hear you read an ad, Saul. You read an ad. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Uh, Use that promo code PHNX. No bet five dollars and win twenty-five dollars in free bets for every one of Bryson's birdies in the first round. 
Join the action for golf's first major with the code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. That is 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 minimum deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Did you f- drop his last name on that last one? You got no, all familiar. No, the Bryson's. Reed did. Oh, no, I the Reed you- <laughs> did. It wasn't me, I swear. But I I should have written it. I was going to go in and like write it phonetically for me to be able to pronounce easier, and I didn't know it. It's Bryce Andrews from who? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Anyway, um, you know, I want to give some flowers to Cam Johnson tonight, too. I know he wasn't on our list, but I do want to give him a few flowers because he did sink a few three-pointers tonight, and it feels like he's slowly looking better every single night. He spoke at Shoot Around this morning. He said he's feeling more confident. He's he's just working on getting his wind underneath him, and I love to see that because – that's going to be an important piece to the puzzle when playoffs come. Hey, Gerald's here. <laughs> you just don't want to get flowers. Okay, yes, I agree. Wow. Cam Johnson deserves all the flowers, Lindsay. Wow. Hi, Gerald. Hi, everybody. How are you doing tonight? Hello, everybody. Did, did you get a game ball out there or an autographed jersey tonight, Gerald? I got neither of those things, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, tell Cam behind you. We just yeah, gave him some damn flowers. <laughs> Invite Cam over. Say, Cam, you want to come over and say hi to the people? Wait, wait. Cam is busy because he's talking to some girls back there. I don't know, maybe he's, he's, you know, hey, he's a little hey, preoccupied hey. right now. It's Listen, Rach, and the, Rach <laughs> gave us a super chat. Here's some flowers for the acting on that ad read. 10 out of 10 performance. Nice job. Nice job, Suck Lindsay. It, Saul. Yeah, nothing, damn. nothing to do with Saul. Oh, I didn't, that, I didn't right? say, Thank you, Rach. I didn't say you were bad. That. I didn't say you were bad. Mm-hmm. You didn't have yeah. to say it. Anyway, no, I was like Gerald, what did Money say after tonight's game? Yeah, I mean, obviously, especially after the last two games, this was a team that was looking to find their joy again and winning a franchise record 63rd game against the Lakers, eliminating them from playoff contention. That's a pretty good way to find your joy again. Um, he was just very complimentary of everyone in the organization and how you know he, he goes anywhere in Phoenix and people will come up to him and tell them they've been lifelong fans or that, you know, the sons are their baby, I think was the phrase that he used. So he knows how much this kind of thing means to the fan base. And, and he just kind of shared the praise for everyone in the organization, for all the fans that make this such a great place to play. Um, obviously, their main objective is not done yet. They still have a couple of regular season games to go before the real fun starts. Um, but this is a group that likes to celebrate everything. He says that constantly. And so obviously, they are going to enjoy this one tonight knocking the lakers out getting that franchise record and uh kind of ending that two-game skid that they had where people were panicking for no reason (laughs) i like how you threw that in there gerald because we literally just (laughs) talked about that uh after we danced on the lakers grave tonight so uh, of course you have to do it (laughs) overall did you did you just feel the energy was just much better tonight um especially like da da just seemed like he was a he was He's different than the last couple, several games. Actually, uh, he just—he just seemed like he was on another level um, in, in his in his play tonight. Yeah, I asked Monty and uh, both Da and Chris Paul, who we got uh, in post game, about you know just finding that joy again because it was very you know obviously when you lose it's going to be harder to have fun out there and when you're beating the Lakers by twenty it's easier but it just seemed like even in the first half they were playing a lot more like themselves. Da especially, like he he looked great out there tonight. He looked that was playoff DeAndre Ayton there tonight, and I think that matchup against Anthony Davis is something that motivates him. You know, we've talked about this all the time. When Da has like a task or a matchup like that, he is you know he always rises to meet that challenge, and we saw that again tonight. Obviously, Anthony Davis was a little bit hobbled there. Um, it didn't seem like he was fully mobile, but oh, like DA God. just took advantage of it over and over and over again. Like, and, and that's exactly what you want to do. That's when is AD not hobbled? Everybody. When is AD not hobbled? <laughs> he's always hobbling. He's always slow. He's always whining or wincing about something. He's made of glass and straw. I'm convinced of it at this point. <laughs> Gerald, any any indication from Monty if the the rest of the way they're going to kind of go back to resting starters. It felt like they had a point to make tonight against the Lakers, but 
I imagine now that the franchise record set, we may see see some guys get some rest. That's a great question. And actually, you might be surprised at the answer because Monty was saying, you know, as much as they would like to rest guys, if you look at the schedule, they play Sunday. That's their last regular season game. And then they probably won't play again until Saturday or Sunday for their first uh, for their first round opponent, first game of the playoffs. So he said, you know, it's kind of like a mini all-star break with the way that the play-in kind of delays them starting their series. So he said, you know, there's not really that much incentive for us to rest, guys. You know, obviously they want to avoid injury and they're not going to be going full throttle in these last couple of games. But this is a team that wants to continue to add to their win total um, to continue to distance themselves as the greatest regular season Suns team of all time. And, and he's mentioned it before, you know, we don't want guys to decondition. We don't want guys to get out of game shape. We don't want guys to lose their rhythm. So, you know, especially after they kind of found it again tonight, I don't think they'll be playing heavy minutes, but I definitely don't think they'll be resting until maybe the last season, game of the season. Did you get to talk to anybody else and or anything else stand out to you? Yeah, we, we talked to Chris and, and uh, DA. We didn't get a hold of Book. Obviously, they have the back-to-back in L.A. tomorrow, so they were trying to get out of there and just enjoy the plane ride together as a team. Um, but Chris Paul, I don't know if you guys went over this yet, but he's the first player in NBA history to set a franchise record for wins with four different teams. Um, and so he was asked about that, and he was just basically also sharing the praise with everybody else. Um, the Suns gave the game ball to their equipment manager, Jay Gaspar, who's been with the team for about 34 years. Monty said that they uh, were kind of surprised he wasn't able to go to All-Star with them when the coaching staff got the nod there. So they wanted to make up for that. Um, and then obviously after the game, Devin Booker signing his game-worn jersey and giving it to Al McCoy, just a symbol of respect for how long he's been here and all that he's seen with this franchise. That was a pretty cool moment as well. Hopefully we'll get to hear from Book about that tomorrow. It would have been nice to hear from him tonight, but what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Gerald. We appreciate you checking in with us. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. Absolutely. Just remember, guys, the Lakers have us right where they want us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gerald. See you, buddy. All right, guys. Let's round it out. Let's let's finish this show. Let's finish strong. You're already here. I'm literally <laughs> uh... I know. I haven't stayed up this late for a game in a while. So it's been a minute since we've had a 7.30 p.m. tip. Also, yep. everybody hit that like button. Please hit the like yes. button. Please, if you're watching us, hit the like button. Thank you. Okay. By the way, we get, we get another one of these in like 21 hours. I so. know. <laughs> okay, so... But Shane's here to pep us up. Let's he go. is. But this is my favorite part. I know. About having a new partner is that we get new segments. And our new partner... <laughs> Um, is OG's Brands. We're welcoming, welcoming them into the PHNX family. OG's is one of Arizona's first scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis oh, and peas products that flavor life's journeys. <laughs> what is happening? I was just covering my leg. So, well, then put go- your leg down. But then... It's comfortable like this. God, Saul. Stop for the chat. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> back to my ad. Um, these edibles are not a one-size-fits-all product, which Nor is why OG's is proud to offer a wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. <clears throat> <clears throat> Their motto is flavoring life, and that's something we can all get Flavor behind. Life. So if you're interested oh, in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find an OG's near you. Hit that like. No, Espo, stop with the hello, voice. Hello Not this cha- late in the night. Hello in the chat asked for it. Oh, so my God. No, hello. No. Shane, what's our producer's so surprise for tonight? Producer surprise. All right. So in Where's on- the graphic? I'm getting it. Hold on. In, it. in honor of the Lakers... Um, taking their vacations. I thought of one of my favorite vacation spots, and that's Las Vegas. Um, so if you guys had a residency at a Las Vegas hotel, what would you be performing and why? Oh, my God. What would I be performing? Oh, man, that's tough. Can it be what I wish I was good at and not yeah. actually what I was good at? It literally be anything. Because <laughs> I don't think I have any yeah, talent. In- imaginary, for, for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, do you know yours? 
So I talked about this on our ASU show. Um, you look like you'd be a magician. <laughs> kind of. Um, I thought it would be fun to capture two things that nobody's ever done in, in combination before. So like my idea was like skeet shooting and singing at the same time. Okay. So people are like, I think his voice was really good, but all we heard was gunshots. So I don't really know. <laughs> okay. That is the most random thing ever. What? When you said you'd be combining two things nobody ever had before, I thought you meant a blonde mullet and a dark mustache. I that yeah. It, 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 we'll go with that. What Lindsay? What would you wanted to? You wanted to imagine an imaginary talent. What would your imaginary talent be? I feel like this one has. This one's got me. Um, Everyone's asking to see yeah. my shoes. Actually, this one's kicks. got me stumped. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'd be, one's, I would, I like, hard. I was making fun of, of Shane, but I legit would be a, a magician. I would love to be a magician. A magician would be fun. Like they, they just, it's just like so pure. Like how do you, just, how do they do that? Like it's just awesome. Like I want to be able to do that to people. Like just, hey. <laughs> <laughs> And there it is. Hey. You know, just, hey. Yeah, origami. Hey. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be a magician for sure. I I would be on Fremont Street at the Golden Nugget performing musical dad Live jokes. Live from the Golden Nugget. It's Aspo performing musical dad jokes at the Golden Nugget. Oh, my God. Sean in the chat said we would be a Jabberwocky-style Dance. Oh, I would totally do that too. I, love I me do some wish I could dance. That would be actually really fun. I think I would oh, do hell that. Yeah. Some sort of dance. Jabberwockies would be dope. Because I've just never been good at any style of dance that I did when I was a kid. Like I did all of it and I was equally bad at all of it. Really? Yeah. You just don't have rhythm? Apparently. Oh. I I think Saul and I could do like cage slap fighting at the MGM as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like there could be all sorts of fun things. No, I hate, I like, first of all, like I don't, every time I see like slap fighting, I'm like, how, how, why? why? Yeah, why? They stand there and they literally And then they get knocked out. I'm like, why, why even do that? I don't even understand it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Chris says, so. Chris Mellon in the chat says, Lindsay, if you listen to the Sun Devil show regularly, not just when Totri almost had a heart attack, you know that it's that's not all that random for those guys. <laughs> I know. Um, they give me a lot of crap about not listening to them on a regular basis. Oh, so yeah, I know. I'm really sorry. You barely listen to Saul and I on a regular basis. Nah. And you sit next to us. I have a listening I mean, problem, <laughs> To apparently. be fair, there's been plenty of times where Lindsay's like, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, and I say the exact same thing she just <laughs> said because I just like zoned out. I was like, oh, shit, where are we at right now? <laughs> I love P Dog 006. Want and this is he said this multiple in the chat. He wants to perform Sticks Kids in Vegas. I I don't know that that would go over real well. Why not? Well, it's only one song that was twenty five seconds long. So either I'm repeating myself a lot, or it's a really short show in Vegas. Uh, John Tavius in the chat. Lakers are done. Yes, yes, they are. Bye, Lakers. So is that what we're going with? Yeah. Dancing? Magic, dancing, and dad jokes. And dad jokes? All that the Combine them, time. yes. Combine them. <laughs> well, <laughs> and add fire. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a joke. I couldn't think of a dad yeah. joke. <laughs> hey. Oh, like gosh. a chicken cross the road. Hey. Okay, bye. <laughs> but for real though, I think it's time to say goodbye. Yes, bye. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, bye, we Lakers. <laughs> uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We got another game coming up tomorrow. It's oh, a back another to back. LA team. So uh, come join us. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo. We'll at be Espo. back for pregame tomorrow too. By the way. Yes. Espo, take us home. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Suck it, LeBron. Suck it, AD. Suck it, Westbrook. Suck it, LA. Ahoy, hoy. Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. 